Hey, what's up everybody? This is Adam Washington. Welcome to Aren't You an Entrepreneur? This is going to be my personal show about my ups and my downs, my successes and my shortcomings of being an entrepreneur. I'm so happy to have you listening, hanging out with me. Let's see what we can get into. Hey, welcome back. This is episode three of Aren't You an Entrepreneur? I am your host, Adam Washington, and I am so glad to have you back. On this episode, we're going to talk about the balance of work, family, and building your brand. Also, I'm going to talk about Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, And I actually had a question. Someone said, you know, hey, you're telling me about Entrepreneur, but what is it that you're really doing? So I'm going to dive into and give you an in-depth breakdown of what I'm actually doing what and how I feel like the revenue is going to come in and then uh, what my goals are uh, for the business and, you know, long term, short term. So the first thing is first, I was talking to my lady uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago and she basically just told me, you know, baby, you have to find a balance. Uh, I have a very addictive personality. So when I dive into something, I dive in both feet reckless, just gun-ho, just want to get it done, get it accomplished. Uh, but she, you know, helped me realize that I have to have a balance. I can't just spend half of my day at work and then the rest of my day just building my brand. Um, and so what she told me is, you know, you're not spending any time with the boys. You know, you're, you're, you come to work, you get off, and then you go home and your head's in your laptop, you know, you're watching your video and whatnot. You're trying to soak up information. And it, that really hit me. That really hit me because the whole reason that I want to build a business to be financially free is to show my sons that it can be done. But at the same time, I have heard that children spell love, T-I-M-E. So I can't be so busy and so caught up in building my brand that I'm neglecting the, the same people that I'm doing it for. So with that, I have pulled back just a little bit, not much, but I, I think I've just got way more intentional about spending time in their world, you know, watching those silly YouTube videos that they just love so much, um, talking about Fortnite with my son. Uh, helping him do backflips better on the bed and stuff like that. That's just, he's really into flipping right now for some reason. Um, but it was just a, a very heartfelt realization when she explained that to me. And, and it helped me see that, yeah, that's not what I want to do. Um, so I think it's just very, very important to make sure you balance, you know, work, family, and then building your brand. My situation is a lot different. If you don't have children, then I really feel like there's no reason why you're not just like eating shit for three years and then, you know, being successful in that fourth, you know, eat top ramen for three years to eat filet mignon the rest of your life type of thing. Um, But yeah, so that's really, really, really something that I'm trying to keen into and make sure that that is definitely a priority. Um, so at work, speaking of workplace, uh, time management and stuff like that at work, I actually have a friend, his name is Sneerly. He, uh, he has a pig farm. And so what he does is he 
raises pigs and he slaughters them and sells it at the, the farmer's market and stuff like that. And he said, you know, Washington, I really, I want to grow my business. You know, I want to make it bigger. And one of the, I think, biggest things about being an entrepreneur is understanding when an opportunity is in your face, right? So when he said that, it automatically triggered me into saying, I can help you. Let me help you. And you know what? I'm not the greatest at this right now. So just guess what? I'm going to do it for free. I'm going to do this pro bono just to, one, help you build your business, to help your, your dream come true, and then two, to give myself practice. Um, I think a really, really, really awesome strategy is to lend your talents for free so you can hone those talents. So I, we have started him a Facebook, we have started him a LinkedIn account, and we have started him a TikTok. I am on the verge of creating him a video for TikTok. He really loves the idea of TikTok, so we're going to make that happen. Update on the barbecue lady. So I definitely went by there, uh, what was that, last week, and I spoke to her daughter. Her daughter's really nice. Um, and she just, you know, informed me that her mom is sick, just a little under the weather. Uh, she should be back next week. So I really am super excited about sitting down with her to make something happen. Um, maybe help design her business cards or a flyer or help grow her social media presence. A lot of the time, the whole reason why people aren't as successful as they are is because they don't understand consumer behavior, right? If you're advertising in 2019 on TV, I, you know, I'm not going to say there's not a place for it. I just feel like it's very overpriced. You know, when, when you're watching a TV show and your show goes on to commercial, the first thing you do is hop on your phone, go in the kitchen, go to something, use the restroom. So that hundreds of dollars that you've just spent in that ad to run your five second commercial, you could have run that, that same ad on social for half the cost and had a lot more viewership on that content. I know right now for the amount of users on there, LinkedIn right now is crazy for what they, they charge versus what your organic reach will be. It's amazing right now. LinkedIn and I, I'm really hot on TikTok right now. People think TikTok is an app for children the same way they thought Facebook was only going to be an app for college students. But now we see that people were historically wrong in that. So I know for myself, entrepreneur, my brand and, and I'm going to market myself so heavy on LinkedIn and TikTok that I'm going to have to remember to do the same marketing on Facebook and Instagram. Facebook and Instagram are really just really, really mature right now. Um, so the prices are a little more steep. I don't know if your organic reach is as powerful. I definitely feel like the from a consumer standpoint, there are a much, much, much more consumers on Instagram and Facebook. But if you can't afford to constantly run the ads, I think you might be better off on like a LinkedIn or a TikTok. Just because you want the most bang for your buck. You want to have your penny work as 10 cents kind of thing. Um, so let's, let's jump in to what I am doing, right? What is the whole reason why I started the Entrepreneur Podcast? Why 
did I feel like it was so important to do now? And what do I want to see come from it? So first thing, I am doing wholesale real estate. So wholesale real estate is basically selling, buying and selling equity in homes, basically. Uh, so example, say you have Miss Seller, right? That has a house that she just can't afford to maintain anymore. Let's say she's elderly or she's young and you know it's just becoming more of a burden than it is a pleasure. Having a home should be a pleasure. It should be a joyful experience. When it is no longer that, people are more motivated to sell. So say Mrs. Seller says, I have a house for sale. Or no, she doesn't even say she has a house for sale. Let's say I do some marketing and I put up bandit signs outside and I say, hey, um, I'm buying houses in your area. I'm sure you've seen these signs. Such and such is buying houses in your area. Call now. Mine is Summit Capital Solutions is buying houses in your area. Giving top dollar. Give me a call at X, Y, and Z. So say Mrs. Seller gives me a call. She says, hey, I would like, you know, to sell my home. So I'm going to set up a meeting. I'm going to go out to the property and I'm going to say, hey, Mr. Seller, how are you? Da, 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 da. Build a relationship there. Then we're going to get to talking about the home. You know, what is it? Why are you wanting to sell your house? Why are you? Why are you calling? Right. How can I help you? How can I assist? She might say, you know, this house was passed on to me from my grandmother, but I just don't have the money to do the repairs or I'm moving or something. Whatever she says, I'm going to see how I can help. So then we go into the house. Then we say, okay, I, this is going to be my offer for the house, right? Based on my mayo, which is my maximum available offer, and what I feel like the ARV is, and looking at the comps in the surrounding area, I can offer you 35000 for your house. Now, Mrs. Seller might say, well, for a house like I'm not, you're going to have to give me more than 35000 whatever she says. Um, and then I'm going to explain to her, you know, ma'am, I would love to give you more for the house if the house was in better condition. You know, we need to replace the roof. We need to do whole new carpet. We might need to do whole new wiring. Um, it just needs a lot of rehab. It, it needs a lot of TLC. Let's say the house ARV stands for after, re after repair value. Let's say the house ARV is 110. If I can give her, say I give her 40, I turn around. So I, I have Mrs. Seller and I'm saying, hey, Mrs. Seller, I understand my first offer was a little low for you. Look, let's go ahead and make this deal happen. Let me give you 40000 for the house and I can have that money to you within 30 to 60 days. Mrs. Seller is like, okay, you know what? I understand that the house needs a lot of work. I'm okay with this offer. So I, we, we get into an agreement together. I put down an EMD, which is an earnest money deposit of like $100. Just basically good faith. Like, ma'am, hey, look. Here's $100. This is my promise to you that I'm going to get this house sold in the next 30 to 60 days. Hey, and if I don't get it sold within that time period, you keep the $100. You're free and clear of the contract, and maybe we can work something else out. So once we get that established, once she understands the contract, I give her my EMD. Now I have equitable rights into the property. Once that happens, I'm excited. I have one. I have a property now, let me see how I can go help this lady. Let me go make this sale 
So I'm going to call my buyers list. My buyers list are fix and flippers, real estate investors, um, or maybe just someone that just wants to just jump into the real estate game. So I'm going to call these people. I'm going to put out ads on Craigslist, Facebook, Instagram, put up bandit signs, send out emails, send out texts, network, everything, everything. I am running because I have 60 days to get this house sold. So I'm going to tell a buyer, hey, Mr. Buyer, how are you today? I have a property for sale for 40000 No, I'm sorry. I have a property for sale for 50000 Because if I offer her 40000 I need to make some money somewhere in this deal. So I'm going to tell the buyer, hey, I have a decent property for sale for $50,000. What do you say? You come and look at it. You know, I've ran the ARV. I've ran... The, what, what it's going to cost for the repairs. These are the comps in the area. I feel like this can be a very good investment opportunity for you, ma'am or sir. Uh, say the buyer likes my, likes my assessment. They like the numbers. The buyer is going to say, okay, I want this, I want this property. So I, I contact the seller. I tell the seller, hey, let's go ahead and meet. I can get in your household for you. Let's go ahead and meet at the closing agent or the title company. We meet there, I get the, the buyer purchases the home. So he gives me the 50,000, I give her 40 and I keep 10 for myself. And then I just rinse and repeat that whole process. So that is wholesale real estate. That is the thing that I'm probably, it's one of the top things that I'm most hot about right now. Just because of the potential in capital, I feel like you can make and start saving and putting away capital to fund other businesses. Ultimately, I want to get into fix and flip, but I need to start saving or accruing some capital. So that's the one thing I'm doing. Second thing I'm doing is TESL, Texas Esports League. Um, and so what that is, is it's basically a game, a video game league where I set up teams of uh, different esports cafes or internet cafes that want to get into the video game esports league or want to get into the esports realm, right? They want to start to build a competitive esports team to go and compete. So right now I am establishing the name. I'm getting copyrights and LLC and all that established. And I'm also contacting the developers of the game to get the permissions to run this game in my league. Um, I've reached out to a couple of business owners in the area that have internet cafes. A couple of them are on board. A couple of them are a little bit more skeptical, but that's understandable because I'm doing something that has not been brought to them. So they may not understand it right now, but we will go ahead and work through that. So I feel like the eSports League is what I am most passionate about. But I understand that that is going to take more capital than I have to dispose right now. So I am very hot on wholesale because it can be the gateway to my esports and just a gateway to just uh, just more money. Let's I mean, let's just be just be honest, more money when you can make ten thousand dollars off of a deal and it takes you a week to close on the deal and another week to sell it. That's. $10,000 in two weeks. 
given you're going to have to bust your butt, you know, running around and taking calls, sending out emails, making ads and everything. But at the end of the day, when you get that $10,000 in your hand, it's so worth it. I have a cousin that is actually doing it in Arkansas, and he just closed on his first deal. I think he told me his first deal, he made 2200 But that's awesome because he made 2200 just based off of connecting the dots, right? He helped a person out of a situation, got this person in a better position, and he walked away with $2,200, and the buyer walked away with a great investment opportunity. That is awesome. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. So those are the two main things that I'm working on. I'm also doing Legal Shield, which is prepaid legal. Um, what do I say about Legal Shield? It is definitely a blessing. Legal Shield is definitely a blessing in your time of need. Uh, the only problem is a lot of people don't understand that it is like car insurance. You need to pick it up before you need it for it to show you its true value. And when you try to explain that to people, a lot of people don't think in those terms because they haven't been conditioned to prepaid legal, you know. But then when I compare it to auto insurance, they understand it, but they're not all the way sold. Um, one thing I'm really understanding about myself is I'm just not a very pushy seller, you know. I definitely understand the value of Legal Shield, but when it comes to explaining the value to someone else, I'm only going to explain it. I'm not going to try to push you or finesse or, you know, make it an uncomfortable conversation because I want to get a product sold to you. I'm more of, well, I'm going to touch base with you in a couple of weeks. I'm going to let you think about it. Let's see if you can understand the value. Um, so... I've been talking to a lot of my mentors about just selling and they say, just be yourself. So with myself, I'm just not a very, very pushy person. You know, I'm, I'm way more free spirited type of person, uh, than just trying to, it's kind of like, I just, I wouldn't be a good car salesman. Car salesmen are very pushy. I wouldn't be good at that at all. Uh, so yeah. So just to just to recap on everything, the things I'm working on right now are wholesale real estate, the esports league, legal shield. Also, I'm helping friends or anybody else that I run into that need help growing their business under the umbrella of competitive promotions is what I'm calling my promotion company. Um, so if you're listening and you want to build your business, uh, maybe or just build a brand. Contact me. I am doing everything free of charge. Uh, but with that, understand <laughs> that if I'm doing everything free of charge, I cannot be at your beck and call. I do have work and you know family time and building my own business. But I definitely will love to help you. Would love to be a part of your story. Would love for you to be a part of mine because who knows where it can go. So if you are doing anything that needs help with anything... Give me a ring, shoot me a text, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, anything, wherever you know me from. Just give me a holler, and I would love to help you. Alrighty, so hey, thank you guys for listening to me rant on and talk about Aren't You an Entrepreneur. Next week's episode, we will be opening, opening up about the finances. What I have spent, what I have gained in return, where I feel like I've messed up, and 
the mindset that I've been having maybe the last two weeks. Uh, it was I was in a really weird place, but I'll save that for next week's episode. So I hope you tune in. I hope you come back. I hope you gain some kind of knowledge. If you want to know anything about wholesale real estate, or if you want to be a part of the esports movement, let me know. I would love to talk to you. I would love to maybe set up a FaceTime or a video conference, even a phone call or exchange text messages. Let me know what I can help you with. Let me know what you want to be a part of. Again, thank you so much for listening to Entrepreneur. My name is Adam Washington. You guys have a good day.